Ladies and gentlemen, up until now you've seen the creature perform the simple mechanics of motor activity, but for what you're about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius. genius. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, Damen und Herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Hit it! The, the, the Sketchomatic Show. voice is cracking. I feel like I'm still going through puberty. Sketchy. Sketchy. Yes. Yeah. I have returned. Welcome to another brand spanking new episode of the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Sketchomatic. Today's episode we're featuring another special guest. This one's extra special because she and I have worked together for many a years. To have her today on this podcast means the world to me. She is near and dear to my heart, and we cover quite a bit in this episode, early origins, rise to her career, broadcasting mentors, role models, the unfortunate passing of her mother, and the creation of her very own successful company, Wordiful, which she is founder, creator, and CEO. Wow. And... Now hosting her own morning show at 94.7 The Wave FM Los Angeles. It is quite an exciting episode ahead of you. Hold on to your hats and glasses. Episode 13. Let's dive in. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sketch Special guest, host and star of Mornings at 94.7 The Wave, and CEO of Wordiful, Liz Hernandez. That's right, you heard her. My sister, another family member of mine, has joined me today, and I'm beyond excited to have this woman on my show, this powerful boss lady. The intro itself doesn't explain how much of a connection I have to this special guest today on episode 13 of the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, morning show host at 94.7 The Wave FM Los Angeles and founder slash creator slash CEO of her own successful company, Wordiful, Liz Hernandez. Liz! Are you wearing a Wordiful sweatshirt, I am. I wanted to share. I wanted to. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, we're on Zoom. Me too. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yes, of 94.7 The Wave and, of course, of Wordiful. That is my pride and joy. Both are my pride and joy. I mean, what a beautiful opportunity to come back to LA radio. What a privilege to speak to the city of Los Angeles and to also be able to carry over the message of Wordiful because that is really what has made such a huge impact uh, in the transition of my life. And I want to get into all that, Liz. I want to talk about, before we get into Wordiful and the creation of it and where it is now, and then also your your process to getting to 94.7 The Wave, which just happened. Yeah. I mean, it's brand spanking new. LA is still in sh- reeling from like the, <laughs> the massive excitement. That's It's like when the Sixth Street Bridge went up. I mean, people were going crazy. <laughs> It's absolutely out of control. Oh you know God. what I mean? But okay, so let's let's can we rewind and, and go to the beginning? I only have you for a certain set of time here and I want to make sure I, I get as many, you know, questions and it's it's part interview, part conversation that we're going to have. I, I don't want to just talk all about business and rape, but I want to talk about Liz, the person and Liz, who I met way back when, when we worked together at Power. And I want to talk a little bit about you getting into radio. But first, let's take it even further back. Tell me about like your earliest memories growing up as a kid. Well, I can even tie that into radio. Yeah, uh, you I'm know, sure you I, can. <laughs> You're a professional. Well, no, it's just one of those things, you know, because we're talking about it, that I just think about how much I was in love with radio growing up. I was that kid that would sit in my room for hours and mm. just listen to every song and want to hear every interview. And I just had such a fantasy of who the the radio personalities were and you yeah. know it was it, they were to me 
that was what was exciting. You know, I loved music artists, of course, but there was just such a appeal to the person that got to introduce the music and the artist. And mm. I just, yeah. So as a kid, that's, that was one of the, the biggest things I spent my time doing was listening to radio and, yeah. you know, shout out and rest in peace to Art LeBeau. Like I remember falling asleep. Really? Yes. That's like some of your earliest broadcasters. Can you, besides Art, who else? Who else were some of your earliest broadcasters? I know you listen to Art LeBeau, but but you eventually, when you got into radio, I want to talk about you working with Nasty Man. Yeah, and, and not to completely go away from your question of what my earliest memories growing up, but like I said, radio was such a big part of my childhood, mm-hmm. and it, it it's just so interesting because it ended up shaping so much of my future. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, 99.1 in Riverside, which is my hometown, yeah. would syndicate the Art LeBeau show. And I remember falling asleep and listening to the dedications. This goes out to Ray from Sylvia in Whittier, California, and playing a great love song by Heatwave called Always and Forever. Always and Forever. And then I grew up also listening to Hollywood Hamilton. He used to do a countdown, and I was a huge New Kids on the Block fan. I'll never forget the day he had them on. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have one more great, great big hand for New Kids on the Block. A Nasty Man used to do afternoons. Yes, I am the bald man with the tan from Guam. The Nasty Man set to bang nearly one hour nonstop, and we are going to bang the drum Nasty Man style. And just so wild as life would have it. And once I got my radio internship in college, I would end up working with Nasty Man. And he's really the person who mentored me and made me believe that I had what it took to take on radio as a potential career. Interesting. Okay. Now I want to deep dive into that, but uh, again, I want to talk a little bit more about you growing up in regards to your family. Mm -hmm. And um, was any of your family into show business at all entertainment uh wanted to become an actor actress a news anchor anybody yeah. in your family at all at <laughs> no, all interested in that uh, no, what made so- you what gave it to you was it just innate when when you were born the earliest memories it seems like you were just automatically drawn to broadcasting am i correct about that well here's it, it was two parts one my dad's a real showman he's he's a Freaking hilarious. And shout out to your dad. Shout out to my dad, Tony. Um, and it's funny, once I got into radio, my dad goes, you know, I used to do radio, right? And I said, no, you didn't. He said, really? well, sort oh. of. He used to, he was a, a car salesman and he used uh-huh. to go, they would call, you know, before we ran commercials recorded, right. my dad would go in and do a live commercial. So he would say, hey, come down to this car lot and we have, mm. you know, these cars. Come <laughs> so, down to Hernandez lot and get yourself a deal. <laughs> exactly. So they would actually have the person come in live and read their spots, which I think wow. is just, yeah. That's bold if you think about it. You know what I mean? Having oh my, the dealer or I the- I can't even imagine because my dad gets so nervous now when he's put on the spot, but right. God bless him. You know, I guess back then he just didn't care. Or just, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so that that's all I know as far as, Interesting. you Interesting. Know, yeah. My parents ever being tied to some kind yeah. of your dad was on the radio for a couple of times, but he actually <laughs> yeah. never did radio. That's still awesome, radio, though. But I think yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Uh, but what really, I guess, encouraged me to take on the world of entertainment, so to speak, is that my parents told me I could do and be anything I wanted to be growing up. Right. You know, we'd sit around at the dinner table and my dad used to say, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you'd always give those parent approved answers. Well, I want to be for so long. I was like, Oh, I'll be, I want to be an attorney. Cause I love, I was on the debate team and I used to oh, love yeah. it. And I'm a talker. I'm a talker. I can see you as an attorney for real. I mean, it, you just have that. You could seem like you because you're like a boss lady now. I mean, it's crazy to see your growth, Liz. I mean, and Thank it's crazy you. in a good way, but because, you know, I've known you and you've always been very consistent and, and disciplined in that in that manner you know like your parents raised you right you've always had a certain classiness to you Mm, and i also gotta say in regards to you know you working with big when we all worked together at power i gotta admit like there was you know a certain chemistry you and big shared absolutely that is equivalent to me of howard stern and robin quivers oh well you know it's like again just to completely take out comparison i just think at that time there was our morning show in general was just lightning in a bottle. It was everybody in that room and, yeah. and yourself included. You know, I think about just what even, and I don't even think you realize this is what you did for my career when it came to entertainment. You know, Me? you, yes, because you <laughs> constantly uplifted and brought it to another scale of, 
um, excellence every time you put your production on my red Thank carpets, you. the bloody, oh, yeah. the, blood, uh, the filthy, the bloody, bloody, bloody red, red carpet. carpets. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it, 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 it uh, takes teamwork. It's not just one person, you know, I, cause right. I was on these red carpets day in and day out, but I would bring you back a plethora mm. of audio and you would have to edit that. And you made me sound like a superstar in my, in my opinion. Thank you. You Thank really you. No, did big, a great. Big says that as well about it. It's true. It's a team of people that makes one, a, a certain specific person look and sound like a star. And Absolutely. that's, it's true. So yeah. you were making my so-called reel for MTV to take notice, for E! News yeah. to take notice, you know? My so God. so it's, it's, it's a collaborative effort. I didn't so, know that, Liz. That's you know, crazy. Yeah. I mean, I kind of knew that, but I didn't think about pat it until you just said it. Pat yourself on the back, you know? It's, it's I'm going to pat it's myself a, on the Wordiful <laughs> back right here, my Wordiful hoodie. So yes. even when people say, oh, there's such a chemistry with you and big, absolutely. I mean, we love each other to death, yeah. but it's also having a great producer, having a great production team, having a mm. great team around you um, and feeding off of even Los Angeles plays a part in that because we're also feeding off the energy of the love we get from the listeners. Right. So again, that's why I call it lightning in a bottle because it happened yeah. at a time before social media existed in a time where people, if they wanted to know what was happening in local news and entertainment news with their favorite music artists they had to listen to the radio it was an appointment listening back Absolutely. then you know what i mean it was no social media there was, there was internet but it was a different it was no, like it was just it was just tom and your and your top yeah. and your top eight yes, friends you know tom i remember like going liz can you put me on your top friends so you know i can be pinned at the top that was like the very first pinning you at know the top. isn't it funny um, how it's just sort of, sort of morphed into different things like yes. first it was the top eight on myspace and then it was like oh do you follow this person on instagram right. or it's twitter just, actually twitter before twitter all the because became, I, yeah yeah I'm, you I'm were the saying, first person to hit me to twitter actually i remember you walked into the studio at power one day and you're all hey what's up sketch around and I'm all, hey, what's up, Liz? You're all, are you on Twitter? You just poked your head and you're all, are you on Twitter? I'm all, what's that? You're all, download it. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow me. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you know, I got I to give full credit to DJ Vice because yeah. the same day, the same day, he, he reached out to Eric Deluxe and I was hanging mm. with Eric and he said, you guys got to get on this thing called Twitter. <laughs> That sounds crazy saying it's it crazy. now. <laughs> so me, Eric, and Johnny all got on on the same day. Oh my God, that's so cool. And I remember Vice got me on Facebook. Amazing. Oh, and speaking of Facebook, aka Meta, which owns Instagram, and your Instagram, I mean, you are like, to me, you were like one of the first influencers, Liz, because I never seen anybody put, the, like, to create something from scratch, right, Wordiful, and then to take it to where it's at now, pretty much all using Instagram, mm -hmm. right? Instagram was, in a sense, like your TV, your radio station all put together. And that's what even what Stern had said not too long ago. I listen to him all the time and I, I take note of what he says in regards to Instagram. People are like now their own, not only their own franchise, but they're also like they're getting followers more than TV networks, Absolutely. And I always thought, now, mind you, I digress a lot in this podcast. There's a lot of subtopics within subtopics, but that's fine because, hey, it's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So, and by the way, uh, we can curse too. So I'd love to hear you throwing an F-bomb every now and again, if you feel so. It's off, um, it's off brand for me. Yeah, it's off brand. I like that though. I like how classy you are about it. But in regards to Instagram and, and Wordiful and creating like this, this massive thing, what gave you the, the, what was the, the idea? Where did Wordiful come from? Like, I don't know if I, I'm sure you've been asked this before, but I'd like you to reiterate it for all 10 people listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, you know, what is it that that made it happen? And, and how is it that you got it to this far aside from Instagram? I mean, you must have had a, a speaking of teams as well. You've had a team of people behind you making this happen. Tell me about the birth of Wordiful. The birth of Wordiful really started out of my own need for connection, my need for community and my need to heal. Heal from... From, I had a lot going on in my life at that right. time. You know, my mom had just been diagnosed with dementia and it was wow. moving into Alzheimer's and she was starting to lose her words mm. and not only her words, but her memory and her memories. And it's really painful because there's no cure for it. And I just knew that who I knew as my mother was going to change. Yeah, I can relate to that too, Liz. My grandmother suffered from the same thing. But yeah, and I lost my mom in twenty seventeen. So my deepest condolences to you, my friend. And I same, know I know we like Big says we're part of a fucked up club. We're members of a fucked up club now. Absolutely. But, but we are each other's family and we're our chosen family, right? But please continue. So so she starts to lose the So my yeah, so I was going through a lot and being on that journey with my mother and yeah. 
I just remember telling at the time, uh, my person that I was like, Hey, you know, I want to get back to talking about things that I care about. Right. Because, you know, radio leaves such a big impression on how you process life. You know, we yeah. got, we got to do it in real time and we got to share our experiences with all of Los Angeles, you know, how many from years the highs were you there? I was at power 10 and a half years, 10 and a half, a decade. That's over a decade, over yeah, a decade, over a for decade. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you know, when, when I was at Access, you know, I mean, I love the experience, but I was right. also talking about things that felt very shallow. It was celebrity right. news. It was more, it's very cookie cutter. It's yeah, very, well, it's, yeah. it's, it's entertainment news and right. entertainment news You is, can't dive deep, no, really. You know, no, you, you can only, you got to keep it surface. I hear exactly. you. I hear you. So I just thought, you know, what if we create a YouTube channel where I could talk about one word at a time and talk about the power of that word? what it meant to me, how I connected to it. And slowly but surely people started to connect to the things I was saying as well. And yeah. I threw my first event and I think like 300 and some people showed up and I thought, the okay. first one, <laughs> yes. damn, you like got club numbers. You got and, like, four. go ahead. And I realized in that moment, oh, I'm not the only one who feels a little lost and yearns for community. There's all these people out here who feel the same way I do. And I was really grateful because they had been following me since Big Boy's Neighborhood. Right. They'd come you already along had a with fan me. base. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were already, they were coming along with me for this journey. Right. And so I was just really grateful that they trusted me, that they could relate, right. and that, again, they were looking for the same things I was looking for. Right. Just so heal it, to heal and to for feel to confidence for community and, for yeah. to dive deeper into self-love, to dive yeah. deeper into self-care, to dive deeper and just to understanding, you know, um, self-compassion, uh, just understanding that life is hard and it, it goes is. through these ebbs and flows and we need each other. And the more you feel connected to your community, to other like-minded individuals, especially for women, the more resilient we feel. What year did you begin Wordiful? What year? I put out my first episode, August, 2016. Okay. So yeah, actually August, yeah, 2015. Yeah. 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 That's seven and a half years, almost eight years that you've been going solid. And I want to dive a little bit deep into how you, when you left power after a decade and a half, and then you went, you went to access, correct? After Power, I went to E! News and I was e -news. there for two years and then right. I went to access. And then, but then you did MTV. I mean, let's just really quickly review the actual career that you've had not only in radio okay we, we all know you've been with big you were with big boys neighborhood for a decade and a half then you went on to being so, a host on tele go ahead so when i was at big when i was in big boys neighborhood i simultaneously did mtv that's so, right so i was in i was at mtv i believe right. from like 2006 till 2009 or 10 and then uh -huh. i left power in 2011 right. i started e-news did e-news for two years and then went over to access hollywood and i, I was mean, there that's for about five so years awesome though I, I saw that post you put out and i it was a reel of all your so different on uh, the filthy bloody red carpets yes, you know what i mean and yes. i was like and i'm gonna play that post right now if oh, that's well, okay shout, with out, you. shout out to my friend aaron who works for sieta it's he actually reached out and said can we highlight you for for sieta's uh yeah you know, for Hispanic Heritage Month. And Aaron and I used to work together at MTV. Wow. And so, shout out to Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. And so it was just really beautiful because I've never seen my career reflected back yes. to me that way. It's yeah. like a, it's like a, tr when I put together tributes for artists and celebrities, you know, they never get a chance to hear what they've done like their career. Here's your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and like big says, it's, it's good to give people the flowers before they're gone. Absolutely. I'd like to do that for you by at least playing what Aaron put together on this podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It's luscious Liz for big boys neighborhood. I'm Liz Hernandez for E! News Now. Hey guys, Liz Hernandez here with MTV News. My career up until this day has been a fairy tale. I remember calling my mom and dad after I got hired as a paid intern and saying, I think I would like to stay an extra year in college and see if this radio career has legs. And I'll never forget the conversation my dad said to me. Miha, this is something you're gonna do for the rest of your life, so make sure you love it. And if this is what you love, then we support you. And then my mom got on the phone and she said, you know, 
You're going to help people in another way. You're going to make them laugh on their way to school or on the way to work or forget their problems. And she's like, and that's something you should feel proud of. And it was just this huge relief of, wow, my parents really love and support me. I'm passionate about everything. <laughs> that's just who I am. But right now in this season of my life, I'm most passionate about community and connection and helping us rewrite our stories and how we see ourselves so that we can embrace everything that makes us us. When Wordiful was created, I took three words. It's words are powerful and I mushed it all together. But when I think about it as an energy, it's really community. That's really the foundation of what Wordiful is. Wordiful would not be Wordiful without the community that holds it up. At the end of the day, I hope people take away from Wordiful the encouragement to get curious about their self-talk and the power of their words and to really understand the energy that you're putting into yourself when you speak to yourself lovingly. My mission is to empower women, my community, through the power of words and the power of storytelling. If we can change the narrative, change how we view ourselves, it changes everything. I'm most proud, I'm most proud of two things. That I was able to walk away from what seemed like such a important job in the entertainment industry and launch my own company. I feel really proud of that because it was done on the support and on the shoulders of my grandparents and my parents. So that to me, it's just, I feel a lot of pride. The biggest thing, and this is what brings the tears, is I'm honoring my mother. I'm letting her legacy move forward. My Mexican-American heritage influences everything I do. It's woven into my DNA. And for me, it's, it's in how I tell my stories. It's when I go out and I meet people and wanting them to feel included, wanting them to feel loved, wanting them to feel the passion that I feel. We've been told this, this narrative that isn't always true and just embrace the fact that just because we have certain thoughts about ourselves or how we were brought up or our belonging in this country doesn't always make them true and that we can change that to really do anything we want. I'm Liz Hernandez and I am Mexican-American. Liz, I gotta tell you, like, when I see your face, right? <laughs> when, I, when I see your posts, you have such a warm, welcoming smile. And you've always had that since the beginning, since day one. I remember literally walking down the hallway crying into your arms because mm. I was so heartbroken. But I just remember the there's a certain warmth and uh, consoling feeling that just your mere appearance gives off. I don't know mm. if you're aware of that. No, uh, maybe it's because I, I know you, but... Well, you know, I, I, I thank you. That means yeah. so much because that's how you want people to feel, you know? I mean, I think, I think we all have that that we all have that in us. Yeah. Um, and I feel really grateful to hear that, that that's what you experience when I'm around you. And yeah. I always try, because I've heard that from other people. And I always think to myself, I think, I believe that is because I was mothered so beautifully. My right. mother was so warm and loving yeah. and I'm just an extension of that energy. I feel you. No, I mean, same thing with my mom raised me well too, but I also have to point out, uh, and this is a little cringy for me, but I, I want to just publicly podcast apologize to you for all the times that I was very mean to you at power. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you were just grouchy because it was asshole. early. You were no, grouchy because it was an early. Asshole. And not only that, Liz, but we <laughs> talked about it with Big and I talked about it with Chalk. I talked about a couple of people that have been on the show that were with us at power that you know i was going i had a substance problem you know and i was drinking a lot i was doing a lot of party favors i was snorting yeah. up peru and shit you know what i mean like it was out <laughs> you know of control what? i never took it personally i know I, I, and i love you for that i yeah. do but still i am i'm i'm a million miles away from that guy i used to be and i'm so proud
proud of you. Thank you. So no, proud of you. I, I am hope sorry, you are though. proud of you. Oh, I'm very proud. But it took my mom passing away. And even then, I kept drinking. Uh, I would have to go through at least two six packs of Stella a day mm. just to feel normal. And I was like yeah. a full functioning alcoholic. You knew you were around me at that time. Right. And it's to the point now, and I don't want to make this about me. I'm just saying I'm a million miles away from the person I used to be. And I wanted to put that out there as a kind of an homage to you by saying, man, you know, you didn't deserve any of that shit. I was a fucking asshole at times, <laughs> not all the time, but I was an asshole. I still got the work done and I still made you look and sound like a star when I had the opportunity to do so. And I, even though I was like, ah, what the fuck? Ah, and I'm all kicking and screaming, <laughs> you know, it was just ridiculous. And I, I'm just, you know, I'm sorry, Liz, Thank it, you. you didn't deserve you that. You know what? I, I accept your apology you. and, but more, more than anything, I'm just so happy to see you doing yeah. well and thriving and having your podcast. I just think it's so yeah. beautiful. And, it's and like I said, you know, we all have that within us to make people feel great. And I will say like on, on the day back then, on the days that you were at your best, mm-hmm. you're, you're amazing, you know? Thank and it's, you. so it's nice to see that you're that way all the time now. Yeah. I'm trying to be for sure. I mean, I still smoke weed, but let's, you know, let's face it. It's not, it's not nearly, as, at least I'll just forget where I put my keys. I, I won't forget that I like told one of my best friends to go F off. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. and I know you drink, it's but you're not, you're not, you're not a, you're a social drinker, right? You're, you're a very I'm fun person. I'm not even person, a social right? drinker right? anymore. You barely drink. I barely right? drink only because uh, now that I'm back in radio, it yes. makes it, it makes it quite difficult but you know on a Saturday I don't mind like a nice glass of wine with right. a meal but yeah. um, I, I I lived up my Halloween for sure yeah I saw I, that but I like how you cra- were the uh, go ahead go ahead go ahead but you know what's so crazy is even you know I don't know if it's just coming with older age but I only had two drinks that night and I was pretty turned what up was it? What did, what did, I know you were turned what, uh, what did drink, you drink my drink of choice is tequila like just straight, straight tequila. Up. yeah usually no. I just like it chilled with a little lime on the side and I'll just use it as a sipper it's too much good yeah, it's too you much know? good yeah <laughs> I saw you were the Emoji Twins. We right? were, me and my What are they Martha. called? Just Emoji Twins? Emoji Twins, yeah. By the way, I have to admit, even though it was a, a wig, an obvious you know wig just to pull off the, the, the costume, you do look good with blonde hair. I'm not going to lie. Have you, have you ever gone blonde? I swear. I have. Or I like with the dark roots, you know what I mean? Like not full, full blonde. But I have just, actually, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'll, yeah, I'll have to send please, you a photo. Please. So moving on. All right. Uh, there's so many, to, so much to get to here. Uh, Wordiful, we, we covered your career. I podcast publicly apologize, which I do feel a little bit better. You accepted. Thank God. Absolutely. I'm play a little hallelujah behind me. Okay, so let's move on into the amount of time you were off the radio in Los Angeles. How long were you, have you been off there from two, 2011 till now, right? I was off the radio for almost exactly 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... If you let's let's face it in the reality of radio, at least the days, the old school radio we're from. Right. If you're off the air for longer than a month, it's pretty much it's over. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and especially in Los Angeles, it's very hard. And, and I know because I've been hired and refired from power probably more than anybody <laughs> in all of Power 106 history. OK, and oh that's something God. I'm proud of. But it goes to show that well, I still went they back. They kept bringing you back. Yeah, yeah, they kept bringing me back like a boomerang. Um, but with you, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not comparing you to me at all. I'm saying you left, you were gone. But then something miraculous happens. Not only does Wordiful take off. Oh, and this is what leads me into this, into the lead up to getting to 94.7 The Wave. Okay. Right before we were going to do this podcast, before, remember we had, we had scheduled it prior to you uh, premiering your show. And I wasn't aware of you going on to 94.7. Nobody was. It was no, a complete shock was, to everybody. Yeah, it was very undercover. Yeah. Until You're very good at keeping <laughs> those surprises under wrap. I mean, I was like, wow, she, she didn't even give a hint. Yeah. Um, but I was going to mention, pri- let's say hypothetically you never did 94.7. We're just having this. I was going to go, Liz, you should have your own television show. You know, Ellen, she's leaving and I'm like, why don't they bring in somebody who's, you know, like a Latina, Liz, Wordiful, Liz, it could just, just the name L-I-Z, Liz could just be the name of the show. You know what I mean? I always felt like because you have such a warm, welcoming presence, mm. and not only are you gorgeous and all that stuff, but it's like there's a certain appeal to you that other other women, other hosts, other folks don't have. It, you have. It's very special. And Thank I you. feel like it would work on television. But then... 
you're like, we have to reschedule sketch. And I knew it because you're like this. And by then, you know, the news is out. The cat's out of the bag. Everybody's like, hooray, Liz is on the air again. <laughs> and you're like, this is why I had to reschedule sketch. I'm like, please do your thing. We're going to get back to it. But Liz, now that we're here. Yes. How did it? Can we talk about it? Yes, can you reiterate? How, yeah, please. So what, what? how did it go into motion? Uh, you know what's wild? And my uh, face. <laughs> Oh, I love the bigisms. Yeah, and I love speaking it. of big, Go ahead. Uh, I, I actually have to give credit to Veronica, Big's wife, because Vero. I, Vero, I was having a conversation with her, and we were just talking about you and, and you know it, it had I had just wrapped up the Wordiful tour, and a lot of people right. kind of it was just kind of in the air. People kept asking like, "Would you ever go back to radio?" It was just yeah. sort of very serendipitous, and ironically. Uh, someone at the wave had reached out while I was on tour and said, Uh you know, we're looking for someone. And I kind of just batted it away. I I was like, I don't know if I want to go back. Mm. And, by the way, this is the first time I'm, I think I'm telling this story. Oh, yes. This is a, wait, hold on. This is a Sketchomatic Joe podcast exclusive. And so uh, I was talking to Veronica about it, and she's like, oh, my God, I love the wave. Don't tell Big. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's aware of that. Yeah. No, but go ahead. he is for sure. Uh, and she said, you know, you're sitting on all this radio talent. Why not yeah. just take a meeting? What does it hurt? And uh, so, yeah. I, you know, and I, I took the meeting and... I was just so impressed with, it's so funny, they don't call program directors program directors anymore. They call them brand managers now. Really? But yeah. Well, at I least our company, that. they do. It's really interesting. But anyway, okay. I was yeah, just really impressed. I was really impressed with management and everyone I met and everyone was so kind, but it was really Pat Prescott who, when I sat down with her and the way she spoke about the people who worked there, the way she spoke about the community that listens to the wave, mm-hmm. um, just who she is. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a no brainer. It just felt like absolutely, you know, there's something there's such it's such a privilege to be yeah. able to have a local show in Los Angeles. These are the people who have raised me. <laughs> I know it is what Liz. I mean, how? OK. So you take the meeting and, and shout out to Veto for this. Veto is is unbelievably talented and, and gifted and giving you just those few words of wisdom. She planted the seeds. Yeah, just take the meeting, Liz. Just, yeah. And you could always tell them no. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like no harm, no foul. So you take the meeting. I take the meeting. How, do, how, how does the meeting walk me through the meeting? Well, the, I mean, the, it's there's not a lot to say. It's like you know, you meet. You have we meet. For, we met for coffee. Where and did you was, meet at? What uh, coffee uh, place? Uh, Starbucks. So like okay. right down the street. All right. All right. What did you have? <laughs> What, what kind of uh, I had an iced latte. <laughs> Ooh, very lovely. An iced Liz latte. Go but ahead. But you know, it's it was really like that that little light bulb in my head went mm. off. And, you know, I, I, I really feel like that's spirit being inspired. And mm. I just thought, wow, an opportunity to come back and speak to Los Angeles and to also incorporate uh, the messaging and what I'm doing with Wordiful as well. Because yeah. really, I feel so... There's an obligation I feel when you have had the career that I've had, which I feel so lucky um, and I've been given a platform. Why not use that platform for good and to be mm. able to help people along the way? Like I said, life is so hard sometimes and we need to be able to lean on each other. And I just thought, wow, if I can just go back and take everything I've learned in these yeah. past 10 years and, and reapply it and reapply it in a new way because I'm a different person and the people listening now, it's kind of beautiful because all the people that the station, this, the wave is a station that it's perfect for me. If the, the music is like the music I listened to when yeah, yeah, be, yeah. We, we, before I was working there. Can like you the, name some of the artists really quick that you like playing at the wave? Let on me your tell show? you when I found out they had DeBarge on, on their playlist, I was like, Oh, I hire me now. I like the way you comb your hair. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm going to play clips. Like the style of clothes you wear. Uh, it's just the little things you do that make you want to care. Okay, yes, I'm totally I love that. But, uh, but yeah, I was really like, wow. And then everything from Bruno Mars. Don't believe me, just watch. To Adele. Hello from the other side. The John Legend. To the goat Michael McDonald. Like what Whitney Houston? Tina Turner. What's love got to do? Got to do 
These are all my jams. Yeah, like, because you are a singer. I, I remember hearing you sing through the hallways and you'd leave the studio to <laughs> grab your, you know, grab some water. You go, you know, get your oatmeal ready and stuff like that. And I hear you go like, you'd walk in and be like, and, uh, you know, you would just be singing down, and I would be all angry because I'm like, why is she in such a good mood? Fuck, God damn it. And I was back always angry. Back then yeah. I was singing P.I.M.P. though. <laughs> Nelly Furtado. I would sing a lot of Nelly Furtado, Fly Like a Bird. It was that, but there was another one. It was a single solo artist. I can't remember her name. It's going to come back to me after this podcast. But I remember you would always sing it, and it would drive me crazy because <laughs> you were happy and I wasn't. I was miserable. Oh, you know what I mean? Not not because I was at the station. I was going through my own bullshit. You know, again, I was drinking, I was hungover, and I was uh, heartbroken from whatever toxic relationship oh, I was in. Man. It was oh, just man. a disaster. It was all a disaster. But now, hearing you, and I love hearing you sing. I want to put together like a like a bunch of clips that you said of all those artists play a bunch of clips i'm going to insert all those okay amazing do you mix it all on the on the show if you could dj on oh the my show God. you want you yeah. want to know something so funny so big Please. called into the show my first week which i just adore yeah. i adore yeah. him for doing that 94 7 the wave i'm liz hernandez i have to bring in a very special guest this man needs no introduction big boy liz what up liz <laughs> Big, how are you? Liz, what are you doing over there? <laughs> I want to just ask you, do you have some advice for me now that I'm hosting a morning, like big, like how crazy I'm hosting a morning show? <laughs> I know, man. You know what, Liz? J- just the same thing that we said, you know, through not even our whole careers, just throughout life. Just be you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when, you know, the many years that I've known you, the many years that we work together, the reason why people love you, Liz, is because you're Liz, because you're you. So the only advice that I can give is to just continue to be you. And I think, you know, you don't have to go into a, you know, a old reference, but into a phone booth and come out with a cape and be this character called Liz Hernandez. You know, people know your spirit and people know you and characters, what's being said about you when you're not in the room mm. and people speak so well about your character. So I would just say the, the, the advice I would give to you, so, so cliche, just be you. Thank you, Big. Well, I am here today being able to be me and doing what I do because of you. You have taught me everything I know, everything great I know about being on radio, about caring about the community and just giving me that permission when I first started in radio. Like you told me that. And I never I never let that leave my heart. And I'm just so grateful to have you on the show this morning. And I just love you so much. And I just want to say Thank you really for giving me this this career start. And I'm always going to be appreciative for that. And you know what, Liz, it comes down to, you know, some people can so-called open the door, but it's what we do when we get inside of the room. You know, how long we stay in the room, what we do for others while we're in the room. So there's many doors that's open for so many people, but it's what you do once that door is open. And you have done so many beautiful things, you know, not just in your career, but for other people, for your family, for your community, you know, for, man, ladies, you know, of course the fellas love you, Liz, but (laughs) you represent it so well and continue to represent for the ladies. You know what I'm saying? You've always been extremely classy, smart. You know, you know how to have fun. You're not whacking the room, but you just, when you get the ladies, then you're fine. And your whole career, my working with you, you always champion women, women champion you. You were in a room full of guys and you held your own and you were in a position where people say, you know, that were listening was like, man, she answered that well. That's what I would have said. You never misrepresented your people, the ladies, the community. And L.A. is so blessed to have you back on the microphone, especially in a microphone one position. But there's so much out there, man, like, it's chaotic. Things are crazy, man. So when you get someone that's so well, you know, grounded and and really speak truth and, and not part of these shenanigans and the things that's going on right now, when you get a, a real true voice, that's what people gravitate towards, man. So I'm so glad to have you back in Los Angeles. So glad to have you on the radio. So glad to be a personal friend. And I'm so glad that also that there's someone in L.A. radio and radio period just in a position that's classy and not caught up with none of this stuff that we hear nowadays. So 
Welcome, Liz. Again, you know what I'm saying? Welcome again, Queen. <laughs> you know, one thing I learned from you was just never run from the love. And right now I'm going nah. ex- to accept those flowers from you. So thank you so much. You I, earned them. You are a friend. You are a mentor. You are family. Big, can you just hit them as we exit out this break with, uh, you know what it is. And it is, Liz. Hello. Hello. Oh, so deeply grateful. But Big is so freaking funny. He goes to me. He's like, um, yeah. So he asked me, I think like we were talking about the same thing, like having a mix. He's like, yeah, you guys should have the um, wave at you mix. Like have people call in like, where are you waving at me from? <laughs> that is genius. So hard. I'm like, Big, <laughs> if we had a mixer, that would be the first thing I would implement. But we don't. So no, but we don't. But you yourself are a DJ though, Liz. You have a good selection, a, a good eclectic style of mix of mixing music not not that you're on a dj on the turntables although i mean i got I, some fire playlists don't get me wrong that's what i'm saying if you could dj <laughs> yeah. what would your dj name be i think it would just liz hernandez not even dj liz would it be dj no, yeah you know I, I, lizzie what other nicknames do you have yeah that your friends call no, you mick lizzie no uh, <laughs> <laughs> mick lizzie i like that uh, um, no i i don't know i would i'm i you know i'd probably go to big and ask him be like can you come up with because big was yeah. the one who dubbed me lush Liz, you know, yes. so he was so good at coming up with everybody's. I mean, I think he named Fuzzy Fuzzy Fantabulous. Yep, yep. Um, gave you Sketchomatic. Oh, no, so, Sketcherera. He always Sketcherera. calls me Hot Tom and Herrera. It's very, it's very only big would come up with these these type of names. Uh, but yeah, he would go like Sketch Hot Tom and Herrera. And then sometimes he just calls me Hot yeah. which is a whole different, it's not nearly close to sketch hotomino what it's, is that <laughs> here's what's so sweet about it right because yes. it just shows the depth of his love for all of yeah. us because yeah. it's, i kind of like think about my little pet abondiga like i love yeah. him so much i have about 30 nicknames for him for yeah. everything from abondiga to digus to, to bondi to al to papa to yeah. you name it you know yeah and is he there with you right now below your feet he, of course he is yeah yeah he's taking the one mimis or what <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Speaking of the whole uh, name, you know, Luscious Liz thing, that which was really funny to me. I I, I still see Jeff G in the hallway because you know he's at Real ninety two three now with the crew show. Oh, and, tell him and, I say hello. Yeah, and he'd always go, "Hey, fucking Luscious Larry hasn't done a read yet. Then, you know what I mean? También, Luscious Larry, Larry. Like, and then then it's I started calling you Luscious Larry, uh, and I then just jo- Larry. I think Johnny yeah. still calls Johnny. you Larry. Larry. I don't know what it is. It just it fits you, Luscious. It's Larry. It's brotherly love. That's yes. why you guys kept me super humble up in there. And you, you've made me pivot to recognizing my own humbleness. I told you this one night uh, on a via DM or, or text, I believe. Um, I remember calling you for advice one night and you heard me out. You gave me really good advice. And again, I was still drinking, but I remember writing to you going like, because of watching you and Big, watching you lead. Right. You lead in your meaning, lead in your own sense of what you're doing with Wordiful, big with the show and always, and still like my big brother. You know, he's always been like family to me as well as you. But it taught me how to pivot. It taught me how to like step back and like reassess myself. And then, of course, when COVID hit, that really made me turn inwards and, and just go like, what is it that you, why do you need to keep drinking? Is it because of your mom? Is it because of this? Is it because of that? And it, and then pretty soon, just one day, I was able to just stop. And for me, that was like the greatest gift I felt like I gave to myself um, to be able to just walk away from that. And I have to thank you and Big for just being like role models in that mm-hmm. sense. And if that made me do what I was able to do by giving up alcohol, not saying that you guys were alcoholics because you weren't. It was just watching your your sense of leadership, your sense of discipline and wow. to, to, to keep like focusing on look how they're doing things. Try that. Just like how Veto told you, just take the meeting. Yeah. You could always say no. Well, I was like, just try sobriety sketch. Just try it. Just try it on for size like this wordiful sweater mm-hmm. and see where it takes you. And a week turned into two, two turned into three, three turned into a month, month, two, three, four, and so on. And now on a what? I'm at a, well, this is going to be published after, but it's been 11, one year, 11 months and one day. Wow, since that's I've beautiful. Had, yeah. And I remember what alcohol tastes like. That's what's, I just remember it always made me feel like shit every day. Um, yeah. In regards to uh, the wave now, I want to get back to the wave and I want to talk to you about um, just when you went on the air your first day, did you have to... 
did you have to like do not that you had audition, but did you try like just to kind of get the the wheels turning again, being on there, running the board? Do you 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 run your own board? I see, right? Yeah, you know what's wild I, is I never knew how to run the board. Because, I mean, that's because right. Because I big was, was I was always the counterpart, you yeah. know. And any morning show that I'd ever been a part of, there was always <clears throat> a man leading. Yeah, and so. No one That's ever, right. no one ever taught me how. Holy and shit. so shout out to Frankie Ross. So for some people that already listened to the wave, mm. I had, I, before this even was announced, I was doing the night shift. I did it twice. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> let's, 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 di- let's deep dive into that. Okay. So you were doing the night shift at I don't, the wave? Well, I wasn't doing the night. I uh, sat in, I sat in oh, twice. You were running the board. No, no, no. no I air. was, I was on air. Oh, okay. I thought I was your, your friend air. was teaching you how to run the board. No, I see. So they, I, see. They, I mean, I literally got dropped into the deep end and it that was like, crazy. you're going to come in. Frankie's going to teach you how to run. I mean, and again, the board has so-called changed since, you know, we of knew course. it. It's not as complicated anymore, but yeah, it's very computerized. But, yeah. But but mm-hmm. yes, I had to learn how to run the board. I had to learn how to run the system. And at the same time, completely go back into a space that I hadn't been in in a really long time. Right. Um, luckily, you know, again, th- this is why we always say like preparation and opportunity when those come together, that's the best way to succeed. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful because these past few years I had been working for TuneIn, um, which is an audio. Tune in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, yeah. I know so, so I was still stretching that muscle. I was still using. So I wasn't as overwhelmed, mm-hmm. but I definitely my first on air shift. Like if you ask me, I just sound so stiff. I sound <laughs> it was not good. I mean, it's not that it was horrible. It was just not where I am now. Right. Right you know, now, let me ask you, what shift did you do? What, I did what? six to midnight, six p.m. to midnight. Wow! And did people recognize you? Said this is Liz I would Hernandez. Have a I few mean, people, I would have. Yeah, I had a few okay. people send me DMs. I had a few people like text me, but it it wasn't. Again, I think people were just like, "Wait a minute, is that like Liz?" Right. Like, I think it was. There was still some kind of confusion. But again, I only did two nights, so okay. unless you were really listening, it wasn't like you knew I was on there. Wow, um, that is and wild I'm actually, And I'm actually really glad it stayed under wraps because yeah. I think the excitement of the day it actually was announced was just so beautiful. And mm. just seeing the reception and the warmth and the love, I just, it blew my mind. I, it blew my mind too in a very good way because I, I knew you were fully capable of that. You know what I mean? It's not like I was like, what the fuck is she doing on there? I was just like, oh shit, she's got her show. And then it made me, I'm going to tune in. I've listened a few times. Now, granted, I haven't listened like continuously from the beginning to the end, but I'll tune in when I can. And what I've heard is it's fucking the energy, the, the flow is just, it's almost like you were never off the radio. You know what I mean? It's it's like you just went from 10 years and like you never missed a beat. I mean, it's really astonishing and it's quite unprecedented. Like again, in Los Angeles, it's, it's kind of unheard of to be able to do that. It's so wild. Well, it goes back to, you know, they say 10,000 hours equals mm. you become the master of a craft you know yeah, you did 10 million hours and I, did, and I think about that i'm like wow if you add up all the years of radio that i did including when i was in college yeah yeah it is kind of like riding a bike like you've mastered that craft where you can go back in thank god and you still have that skill set but i just feel really proud mm-hmm. of being a woman leading yeah. a morning show in la being a latina woman yeah leading a morning show in la like just that idea like when once like i hadn't really thought about it until like Again, you saw the reception coming back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my God, I have my own morning show. This is so great. I know. Isn't that cool, though? Like, you feel, do you feel like your mom with you in these kind Absolutely. of moments, right? Absolutely. I remember oh, my, feeling that. But what, this is her whole hand is in this. Yeah, yeah, her right. Her whole hand is in this. It's true. It's even what Seinfeld says when he talks, Jerry Seinfeld, when he speaks about, he's like, somebody's helping me. I'm not doing this all on my own. I don't know what it is. He thinks it's his father, but you know what I mean? Like that, I agree. I feel like my mom has guided me to being able to become sober uh, and, and to get me to iHeart. You know what I mean? Where I work, where I work now with big and, and for commercial production, but all of these things wouldn't have been able to happen. I think she definitely had her hand in it. And, and your mom had you, her 1, hand in, in guiding you here, right? thousand percent. Isn't that energy, crazy? Energy doesn't die. Right. It just, it just, tra- can, it just it, transforms. Exactly. And yeah. so I know that's her love just 
continuing to guide me, to continue to, to, to just remind me that it's going to be okay. The fact that those words came from Veronica, like Veto was with me the night she stayed the night here at my house so that I wouldn't have to go to my, oh my God, it's gonna make me cry. Go to but, my mom's funeral by myself. Like uh, that I had someone in the house, you know, it's uh, like, right. those are yeah, things support. I'll never support. And so yes. like the fact that she was the one who also put that in my ear, I just felt like my mom's like, you're going to be the messenger. Right. I mean, yeah. she's going to be the vessel of how yes. to like communicate. Yeah, yeah. That is so, yes, that's profound. Liz. Yes. It's very <laughs> profound. And then, you know what? You're, uh, if you cry, that's totally fine. Oh, There's I cry no judgment. All the time. Yeah, I love it when you cry though, because you, when you you look pretty when you cry. That's the thing. I'm an ugly crier. You know, there's ugly criers. You're not an ugly crier. <laughs> well, thank you. Know? you. Yeah. That's good to know. Well, yeah. like they say crying is good. It gets it lets out the boohoos. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I I look crazy when I cry. I already look nuts as it is. I like to when I cry. You ever, I don't. I hate to look at myself when I cry. But you, sometimes you have to go wash your face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you after you cry, you get it all out, and you look at yourself. And I'm I always feel like. Not ashamed, but I'm so glad I'm just at home behind closed doors because I've cried in your arms. I've cried to big. I, I'm a crier too, but I, it's not because I'm a man. I don't give a shit about that. It's just, I just don't like to cry in public a- anymore or to anybody. I feel like, I feel like so, like I've defeated myself. Do you no, ever feel like that? No, crying is so vulnerable that it's actually really strong to show people your emotions because yeah. we all have them. And so when you're able to, I don't know. I think one of the strongest things you can do is cry in front of someone. Well, I'll come to you only, but I don't <laughs> want to bother you because you have a show to do and stuff. Now, get, let's get back to the show. I wanted to ask you. Now, I've listened to the show, like I said, but for those that have, may have not heard the show or they don't live in L.A., they, there's some people that listen to this podcast in other countries. There's only like one or two, but still. DJ Claus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi. Uh, <laughs> Hi. I love cause. Yeah, he, we just did a new phone tap with him over here um, for Halloween. It was oh really funny. Oh my god! Can yeah, I just t- tell you? Yeah, go ahead. His phone tap with Big is yeah. TT Tanaka. Yes, it is my favorite of all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Of all it's time, so funny. I'm not kidding you when I really? say that is my favorite phone tap of all time. It absolutely is. When he's the what is he the student the international student? Yeah, he's like an exchange student. Exchange student. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's an exchange student. When Kaz is the exchange student yeah. and he has his <laughs> list of demands and yeah. he's telling the person what he wants to eat for lunch. I mean, that is just the best phone tap of all time. I've never heard a vote for the best phone tap of all time of TT tonight. Now, I granted he is in the top uh, the top of the categories of phone right. taps, especially when it's a combo of big and someone else. Uh, usually, you know, when B- it'll be Jason who plays right. like the intimidating white guy or, you know what I mean? But when I Kaz gets I on- think it's just so endearing because having him playing the foreign exchange student yeah. and just the way he jumped into character and was like... And it's I, weird because he's I, not really playing a character. He's just repeating he's just what Big is... Yeah. yeah, Big's having him ordered fried chicken and oh my God, it is just... I think I just I love, love them black both. people. <laughs> I think I just love them both so much that it, it literally just, I don't know, it just makes me laugh. I I've watched it on YouTube so many times, like the audio, because I just love it so much. I'm going to have to play a clip of that. Hi. Hi, how how are you? Fine. Yeah, this is the lady that's going to let you live at her house. No. Tell her what you want to eat. I like uh, hamburger. Uh-huh. He likes uh, hamburger. I and don't I have like, no room. I like fried chicken. Mr. I like pancakes. I, yes. You, I, I'm not planning on meeting you. I love black people. I do too, mister. And I remember when I first met Kaz, uh, when Big told me about Kaz, he was in Japan and he... he I think he uh, was a text around then or he called me and he goes, he goes, a sketch. I met your Japanese twin over here in oh, Japan. Wow. And this is when I still had long hair. You know, now I'm bald. I remember but, that. Yeah, I actually he, remember that. And then he came to L.A. and I stood longer and we stood next to each other. And it was like, you know, <laughs> I'm Mexican cause. Yeah, a Mexican cause. That's Japanese sketch right there. That's it was amazing. pretty good. Yeah, I love I love cause. Um, How are you? In regards to your morning show, talk about the. The first time you went on air in the morning and you felt like you woke up, walk me through that day when you woke up for your first day to do your show live. What's going through your mind? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you have the jitters? Do you drink any coffee? Do you, what do you do? I mean, literally detail. You wake up, you drive to the station. Where is the station, by the way? Mid Wilshire area. Yeah, I just got there, had my coffee. And it's so funny because, you know, I had so much adrenaline going through yeah. my body that I, could, I, I did the entire show standing up. 
And it has a stand-up board, right? It has a stand-up board, but right. there's, you know, there's a, you can sit down. You could sit down on those I, high chairs, right? But for the first week, I did not sit. Really? I, no, I stood. Were you, were you nervous? Did you do have any on-air fumbles? Like, did you feel like, like you messed no, anything up? No, I didn't feel like I messed anything up. I just felt so much adrenaline. And you, ju- I had just, I had put such a pressure on myself to want to do a good job. I felt like I owed it to LA to show up and be yeah. my best um, yeah. because they were there to support me. And I felt, gr- I felt great about it. it. You know, it was, it was, it's just been such a beautiful experience and the feedback has been beautiful. And you know what the craziest part of all of this has been? Well, there's a lot of crazy parts, but one of the craziest parts Please. is hearing so many people that I grew up admiring, like sending over notes saying, wow, you did a great job, or this was the perfect hire for the wave. Other radio personalities. I remember Ellen Kay had sent me a DM and I'm just (gasps) thinking she was the God in my eyes when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember her coming to Riverside, her and Rick Dees, and she stepped out of that trailer and I just looked at her like, Wow, she like Ellen. floated out of the trailer. Yes, yeah. and I was like, "That's Ellen K." Like know. I listened to her every morning, and it just felt so wild that here she is now telling me, "Congratulate!" It's just I know, full isn't that surreal? Crazy moment. It's so I mean, yeah, it's almost like the student has become the teacher type of it's thing. Just, it's a feeling like that, even though she's still I'm on a, radio, Ellen K. Yeah, no, I yeah. know, and I. I remember going to the Orange County Fair, the LA County, no, the LA County Fair, and taking a picture with her cardboard cutout. That's how much Ellen K's cutout. (laughs) Yes, that's how much I was a fan. The Ellen K County Fair. That's what it almost sounds like. You know what I mean? (laughs) But Ellen K, actually, speaking of Ellen K, I and speaking of you, which is another weird quinky dink that I just recently got introduced to her producer, uh, Darlene Rodrigo, at Coast 103.5 for the LNK Morning Show. Cut to the chase. Darlene asked me, hey, can you do an intro for Friday Morning Lights? LNK's Friday Morning Lights! Well, this is a very special moment. Coach Madrano, welcome to the very first of the year Friday Morning Lights. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I also did a, and I'm going to just say it. I was able to help you do an intro for your, for your, uh, what's it called? What, uh, wait, hold on. Let me make sure I remember this. What it is, Liz, right? No, no, no. it's what's the biz, Liz. What's the biz? I keep saying what it is. God damn it. What's it's the biz, Liz? It's, it's very similar to and it yeah. is, Liz. It's, yes. It's, it carries the what's same the energy. What's yeah, the this, biz, Liz? Yep. How did that turn out? Tell me about uh, I'm it. actually still waiting to hear back from my. They loved it. Yeah, uh, yeah. That we they had someone dub it over. Uh, I do want to keep, include this because no, yeah, why not? Why not? We can. I can. Why I just not? don't want to get you in trouble. That's uh, um, all right. Nobody cares. Yeah, no. But it, we hopefully we'll have it up and running soon. So okay. I, I literally just sent an email off last night saying like, where are we with this? So yeah, which um, version did you like? Um, well, I think they took the seagulls out. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember we were going on about the seagulls. We were like, yeah, there's a seagulls. We don't love a good seagull, but, uh, but it, the essence of you is definitely in it. So you are a part of my morning show sketch. Yeah. Well, you know, you're part of my family, Liz, whether you're at another radio station or not. I mean, that's just how it is. We are family for life Absolutely. and homies for life. What's the biz, Liz? I do appreciate you being on the Sketchomatic Show podcast. I could talk to you literally, Liz, for like another 20 hours about radio, <laughs> about life, about Wordiful, about your career. And But I have to, unfortunately, let you go and get start my regular part-time shift at iHeart. <laughs> and I know you have things. Do you have to go walk your, your baby and, yes. and do a little run and get your day in? What do you plan on doing for the rest of the day? Uh, this is the, so the first part of my day is dedicated to the wave. The second part of my day is dedicated to Wordful. So oh, right now. Speaking of that, you work from 6 a.m. till noon on yes, the wave. That's, yes. that's, how, that's six hours. Six hours. Six hours. That's a six hour. I mean, how is that for you? Like having to get through that? How, what's that like? Do you, I'm do you, still, I'm still acclimating, but mm, great you know, word. The the thing is, is it's really true what they say when you love what you do. Like mm. I love radio. Radio was my first love and continues yeah. to be that. So it just feels like I got back together with the person I was supposed to be with. And Wordiful is my baby now. So it's like I'm raising a little family over here. I got the love of my life and I've got the, the baby we're raising. So. <laughs> and speaking of baby, so Wordiful is your baby. How many year, how old is Wordiful now? 
Wordiful. Well, the thing with Wordiful is uh, we launched the first video, I want to say 2015. Right. And I, I took a hiatus when my mom got sick because it was really hard to, I was still working at Access Hollywood full time. I was mm. a caregiver for my mother. So yeah. Wordiful had to take a backseat for a while. And then I fully relaunched it as a business, like filed for my LLC. Yeah. August uh, 17th of 2000. Wow. No, sorry. August 31st, 2017. That is so dope. And I know the LLC thing. I had an LLC for Sketchomatic, the intro man, but I just recently dissolved it just because I'm not doing as many intros for DJs anymore. But with you, paying for that LLC is not cheap. No. You know what I mean? It's, it's definitely very expensive. And now that you have the show, Liz, like on 94.7 The Wave, how where is the status of Wordiful now? Like, uh, obviously, you have to dedicate you know, six, not just six hours being on air. You also have to do show prep and commercials and what, and what have you. So you're, you're dedicating a lot of time to 94, seven, the wave, which is your, your all new, you know, show. And your is this the career path that we're going down, but where does Wordiful fall into place now with the show? Do you, obviously you don't have as much time for Wordiful. How, how difficult is it to juggle the two? I'm learning, I'm still learning to balance it. And luckily that was one of the reasons why I said yes to the wave is because they knew how important and meaningful wordiful is in my life and in the community's life and so it's really about merging the two right so every morning i read a wordiful positive affirmation on air and it's still keeping the community connected but also inviting in a new community to understand yeah. the power of words so it, it wordiful hasn't missed a beat we're still you know luckily i still have two amazing women that um have my back and help me with the company so yeah we're just chugging along like we normally do you want to shout out your team at 94.7 The Wave that, that help you in the morning? That you're the, the Liz no, Hernandez morning staff? No, I mean, the, that's staff? the Wordiful team. I No, there oh. is no morning staff. It is me. <laughs> oh, really? You don't yeah. have like a producer no, or anything? No, no. But shout I mean, out, that's Wordiful. Shout but, out to oh. me. <laughs> so 94.7 The Wave, when you go in the morning, it is just you and, and your baby. What's the dog's name again? I'm sorry. Albondiga. Albondiga. What does that mean in English? Meatball. What is that? Me oh, okay. Albondiga soup. Meatball. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really speak spanish as i should he's a little meatball oh that's so sweet okay so wordiful is all you but you also have a little bit of a team behind you for wordiful right you have like yes, a videographer and such like that well i, I have it's really about having two women i well three i mean th there's so many people that help me but who really are the backbone to wordiful is is two women that help me day in and day out and then mm -hmm. i have other friends that i contract and they I help see. me as well so yeah. i see i see okay okay i just was like but in regards to the show you're just doing it solo dolo i'm flying solo wow. right now wow we're actually looking for a producer because it is a lot of work so yeah i would imagine you had like at least a producer behind no, you know it wow, is just okay. me yeah hey, you know I, what though but that's that goes to show that you putting in all those man hours of being on the air in college with big boy a host on the red carpets for all the different networks works now it's like it goes to show you you kind of don't really need one it helps but you don't need one right it's not about needing one it's about yeah. it's important to have support sketchy yeah. would be so proud of me i even edit my own interviews <laughs> are you are you editing on box pro i'm editing on box pro go ahead <laughs> And on Adobe Audition, right? Oh, I got you. Whatever you need. That I'm, is so, I, I'm proud of you, Liz. I wear all the hats. I wear Go all the ahead. hats. Well, yeah. that's because you're a Latina. That's what we do. You know what I mean? You know, Latinos, <laughs> we, we're, every, we're everything. We're like well, Jamaicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liz, I have to thank you so much. But just in closing, to sum up, I think a, a closing good question would, would be, can you give us a word of full word of the day out? Is that Gra possible? Absolutely. The word is gratitude. The more I focus on what I have, the more I have to be grateful for. Go ahead. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Attitude of grat attitude of gratitude is what has gotten me through my life. Attitude of gratitude. I like that. That's a yeah. good hashtag. I'd, I'd probably have to hashtag that. I'm going to probably put that on this uh, podcast for sure in regards to the description of it once it goes up. But Liz, again, I have to thank you so much and um, show my gratitude to you for taking this hour to just spend some time with your boy Sketchomatic on my podcast. It really means the world to me that you did this. And uh, to a lot of people that are hearing this, oh, well, 
to all 10 or 15 people listening. We appreciate you listening. You just um, need one person to impact. That's that's what I say. Technically, but, Liz, there is more, but I'm just, I, just, <laughs> I like to play it modest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, I, I just appreciate you inviting me on. I'm so proud of you. And thank you. it's always, you know, any way I can ever support you, I'm here. Likewise, Liz. That's why I made you your intro. You know, I had your back. I, you know, I'm going to be honest, Liz. I had a feeling you were going to hit me up for that or really? for something. I had a feeling. Not that I was like, she needs my help, but... I you're like, I but, you're like you. but I'm the best in the game and you know she's gonna come get that goal from me <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit but I was like no I offered to say I was like you know if you need any help but then when you were like hey and you explained what was going on I was like no nah, no nah, I got this you know what I mean like I knew I was gonna have to at least participate somewhat in some degree yeah. to just you know give you a nudge in but the you, right direction of what it needs production wise you know what I think that's beautiful if we got yeah. over if I think if we got over all the politics I know this yeah. is a, a big you know competition game for, for right. so many people but if we just shared our resources I mean really this is about serving the public yeah and so if you can help a neighbor even a competing station with something I just think that's there's just something beautiful about that and that's just my that's my opinion that's what Jimmy Fallon and all the Jimmy's and the Colbert, they're all friends. They're yeah. all BFFs. It's why like, not? remember back in the day, it used to be war with radio mm-hmm. and television. Now, well, it's And that's like, why I thought it was so beautiful when Big called in on the show, because yeah. it just, you know, it, he was so funny about it, but he's just said, you know, this is, we're family first. Hello. Exactly. That's exactly why I'm going to use what he said. And I'm going to say, that's why I helped you with that intro. And Thank I'll you. always help you. You know what I mean? Thank you, um, Sketch. Liz, I love you. And congratulations on all of your success and all the different accomplishments that you've achieved. Thank you. And you're still living your adventure. And I, I hope to God we can see each other again one day in person because yes. this is recorded over Zoom because you're you're busy. I have to start my shift. But I hope to hang out with you again one day soon and, and meet Meatball in person. Yes. Um, congratulations. And till the next time, be well. Love you, Christian. Love you, Liz. Oh, good for you. And how was it? The Sketchomatic Show. Hey, too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, essay. Okay, bye.